And now, a word from our sponsor, Modern Artifice. Just another day in New Dice City, a metropolis mired in corruption and crime. Can a new hero roll out to save the innocent? Give me all your dice. Oh, someone help me, please. Stop right there. Who are you supposed to be? Dice Master. Before you hurt that innocent citizen, I'll have to ask you for a robbery check. Should dice roll? Oh, no. A natural one. Looks like you really crit the bet on this one. Come loud. Oh. You saved me, Dice Master. How do you do it? I get all my dice from Modern Artifice. Their high-end, stylized dice sets give me everything I need to keep rolling smoothly. So head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Modern Artifice and fill up your utility belt today. Another day save thanks to Modern Artifice. Use our discount code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Modern Artifice for your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelties. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Focus your attention on the breath. If you feel your mind begin to wander, acknowledge it without judgment and gently bring your focus back to the breath. <laughs> bring your attention to the ground. That's funny. Feel it holding you up and supporting your weight. Pasha, stop throwing twigs at me. The next person who interrupts well, me. Don't blame me, it was trees. Is going to finish their meditation at the bottom of that creek. Hey, Dungeoneers. We are live streaming a Call of Cthulhu mini campaign on Twitch, Madness and Mercy. This one features Kay in the big chair as the keeper of arcane lore. The VOD of the first few episodes are up on our Twitch and YouTube channels, and you can catch us live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. Come join Sweetie, Dickie, Benny, Buddy, and Hugsley as they navigate a 1920 small-town America teeming with eldritch horror. It's a spooky good time. Thanks, and enjoy the Stradcast. When last we left our heroes, they were tying up some loose ends. Having reclaimed the Berserker's ancestral home, Zarya promised to craft powerful weapons for our heroes, the material components for which she would reveal when next they saw each other. They also took some time around the campfire to catch up after their long night, further strengthening their bonds. After falling apart and coming together, and with our party making their way back to Velaki, one wonders what could the state of affairs be like in the city after so long away. Find out now on the Stradcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. You find yourselves camped just by the road uh, with your horses and carriage and a small campfire in the forest with uh, yourselves. Pasha, the time is yours. Finally, the time is ours. Yeah. Finally, what I thought the last two sessions were gonna be like. <laughs> well, you know what they say. Oh, we make whoa. plans, the DM laughs. <laughs> the end makes plans, and then the players do something stupid. <laughs> That's actually hundred percent more accurate. Uh, uh, questions. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> 
second toast. Second of all, how did you know? Yeah. Wow. I feel personally attacked. It's dark. I don't think it's super late yet. We'll say it's like maybe six, six thirty. But that's dark, dark in Barovia. Right. Right. So. I think Drogar has been uh, prepping some. I imagine that we have gotten a, a, little, a little fire going, and we have maybe like a little pot over the fire. We'll cook, yeah, a little, little cook cooking pot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Drogar has gotten some. Uh, just, you know, has found some bones. You know that we've had and boiled them down, and made kind of a broth. Yum yum. yum. Uh, and then I think that he's found some maybe some raw roughage that he's seen around roots and whatnot. And I don't know if that would be something. You want me to uh, roll? Yeah, give me some right. uh, Can I help with that? Well, yes, I think. <laughs> you guys recently <laughs> fought some wolves. Wolf meat is kind of the major. Yeah, thing. I think yeah, we, that was too I think, far of a trap. Yeah, they, but then they had to walk like, six hours. Yeah, like yeah. Sasha yeah. probably yeah. got a liver from one of them wolves. Oh, but that's, definitely he did. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I don't think we were able to. That is uh, a, both of you can do an independent check if you both okay. want to search. That is an 18, Hmm. Interesting. Okay, great. Um, I get a little bonus too from the forest, I believe. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Tell me what. Tell me what you got. Yeah, I think I. I only got a seventeen, but I think with forest being my favorite train, I get like double whatever I would normally. Get uh, I think it's probably. I think you get to like. What is it? Hold on. I'm not sure what exactly it is. Um, what are you rolling in, man? Yeah, I think they're just like looking for to scrounge up some We're bread. foraging. So yeah, if you want to do a scrounge check too, go for it. When you forage, you find nice. twice as much oh, food great. as you normally would. I imagine, oh, I imagine that Drogar goes to find something and he's like, rummi- you know, rummaging through his you know 528 years of life and being like, oh, I recognize that root. And he pulls it up and he goes, ha And then <laughs> Artemis comes out of nowhere and he's got an armful of like that exact root and he's like. Ah! You found one! <laughs> yeah. Uh, for, what it's, for what it's worth, whoever it boosts, I rolled a natty 19. Oh! Hey! 23. Kaz oh. just kills a random animal and So I imagine maybe I'm walking with Kaz through the forest and I'm kind of pointing out shit to look for. Like, yeah, Kaz, yeah. So this is the mark of this route. Like, that's how you know that that mushroom's edible. And then Great. Kaz just wanders off on her own and it's like, is this what you're looking for? And I was just like a handful of shit that I was She brings <laughs> back a bee's nest with yeah. the honeycomb, just like true. <laughs> so an 18, a, se- a 17, mm. and a 23. Wow. That's great. So, exploring the forest here, uh, uh, when you first came to Barovia, uh, Artemis especially, you were rather shocked by the lack of foliage. Mm-hmm. Um, when you awoke that first day and were traveling the road, which was almost completely covered by by forest, um, they were just sort of gnarled trees without any leaves on them, like starved, angry things. On this side of the forest, due to the uh, the influence of the the druids that well, recently took called this home, there's a little more life about. Um, and so, Drogar, you managed to find uh, some. Uh, 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 wild, some small little white wild carrots that you pull up. Uh, uh, Artemis, you find uh, uh, sort of uh, nice leafy, uh, some nice leafy uh, radishes uh, growing at the trunk of the tree. And Kaz, with a 23, you find a truffle. <gasps> wow! wow. What the shit? Okay. You found a truffle. You got that pig nose. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so you managed to come back with, with quite a spread of uh, hearty, leafy vegetables. Nice. Oh. I imagine that Droger thinks he's so proud of himself. <laughs> <laughs> he's so excited, and he's like, I won't believe what I found. <laughs> I found it, and, and just before he can say anything, Artemis walks up and is like, I got radishes, everyone! <laughs> and then just as Artemis thinks that he's the pinnacle, Cat walks in with a rough. fucking truck. <laughs> just uh, for spice. Just for spice. Oh, right. So, so Drogar with his, uh, my good old cooking check. Yeah, do a performance. Uh, right, right. With, uh, but you can do it with wisdom if you like. Can I count aid too? I am proficient yeah, sure. with cooking supplies. Uh, yeah, if you want, you can just do so, a good advantage. Oh, yeah, so I'll kind of help you make press. Cool. So that's going to be a 17. Okay, great. Um, I imagine that he just kind of, like, every now and then, like, gives a little breath weapon underneath the coals to get a fire going a little bit more. So he's like... No, that's very cool. Letting it kind of smolder a little bit, boil, and then, you know, and then he'll, he'll kind of lean back and maybe pull... Because he's resistant by, like, holds one of the flaming logs back and just kind of lets the flame go down a little bit and then puts it back in. And after about 20 minutes or so, he has combined the carrots, he has sliced up the radishes with the greens with the leaves in it, so they are, they're all mixed in there. And then the truffles he's, like, ripped apart and kind of put in there and they've soaked in there. And I think that we have a really nice little stew going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I, the DM, agrees. <laughs> <laughs> Do you concur, DM? I concur. <laughs> so, Not just Trevor, but the DM. <laughs> so, uh, Drogar comes around, and I imagine we all have, like, a little uh, a plate or a bowl or something. Drogar says, and for you, and for you, and for you, and And I will say also, uh, as you're doing your cooking, Drogar, and every time you breathe that little, just that little yeah. uh, spout of flame to, to kindle the fire, um, Hush is watching you very intently as you cook, uh, almost mesmerized by it. Oh. Uh, and his, his one good eye kind of alights every time that little flame comes up. So Drogar catches this and he looks at Hush and he goes, Hush, would you like to stir the stew? Oh. So he kind of brings brings some. Do a persuasion check. Oh, all right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. For everything. Gotta work for it. Yeah. Uh, that is a sixteen. I kind of imagine. You know, Pasha is difficult. Persuasion. <laughs> persuasion is not good. So as as Pasha goes to like look, Sasha's like kind of nudging him, like rubbing on him a little bit. Like, is that advantage right here? <laughs> <laughs> you got it anyway. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. So he he looks at you and he says. And he, on all fours, he walks over to the fire. <laughs> do you see that stick that is in the pot? All you have to do is hold the stick and move it in a circular fashion. What does that do? Well, that makes sure that all the roughage and all the food gets equal amount of flame and flavor. What does that do? Like this, and he does so. And he just—he <laughs> <laughs> oh now like gets, gets a whiff of it, and he's just looking down at the swirling liquid as he as he turns it about. It's really good. Now, now, is that a potion? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 
Why do I get it if it's not dangerous? Well, you get it because you helped make it. I get some? Of course you do. You understand, I could not have made this soup without you. I can't blow the flames and stir the soup at the same time. These old bones can't do that. But you, my friend, with your aid, this soup is going to be fantastic. 
take no for an answer. Go ahead and give it a try. Reaches out a hand. Is it in his mouth? Just. So did you? I know. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't ever get to try things. Trevor puts an arm around him. He goes, I know. Just watching all of this. And like 
listening to Pasha. Um, uh, when you've been sitting very close by Jorgar and Pasha while all the cooking and going on, uh, just sitting on a log with Tallyho, watching, and she's just a little, she's just gone a little quiet, um, and is just clocking and, and filing away some of the things that Pasha says, just wondering about the stories behind all of them. I think seeing Winnie sitting over by herself, when we start dishing out food, I'd like to get a, a, a second bowl for her. And kind of come over and sit down and go, hey there, little one, you look hungry. All for it. And I'll like, I'll like go to eat some, but then I just keep feeding into Tally Hall. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll kind of lean over. I think Tally Hall might be full. I think Tally Hall might be Tallyho, I can't tell if he's vegetarian or not. This is vegetarian soup, though, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Then maybe it is because he is wanting some meat. He just seems a little hungry recently. You know, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to you if you sent me that message. I sent you a message. I just learned how to do this. That's pretty amazing. How Thanks. Do you do? Well, the way it works. He taught me this thing, and like he teaches me new things every now and then. Um, but he doesn't really like sit me down and teach me how to do things. It's more like suddenly I like know how to do something, and I know that he is because he is like just let me know that now. But I sent one more message before that. Did I tell you I talked to Irina? Tell Irina we're coming for. I think, I think she knows. I just don't think she's going to make her any promises that we can't keep. I don't want to make anybody any promises we can't keep. I understand that we'll, we'll do everything in our power to bring her back. Yeah. Just like, what do you think it's like a, like the whole day while she's there? Like, what does she do all day? The only person she has to hang out with is And like, Strahd's mean ladies. What does she do all the day? <laughs> But what I do know is Irene, Irina's a tough little lady. I know, Dad. I just don't want her to have to be tough all the time. <laughs> I know. All we can do is our best. We're doing everything in our power to get to her and bring her home. Yeah. I just want to like tell her all the time so I can put it up to this thing. This thing, or we got to do this thing, and then we're coming, and that sounds terrible. Yeah, I think she knows. I'm also like really worried. Like, what if when I send a message, Strah can hear the message? Or, like, what if when I send a message, like Strah can make it sound like it's a really responding, but actually it doesn't? I'm really worried about that because also I met this cricket like really early on who told me that my brother was okay and now I'm starting to think that like maybe that cricket was bad. Everything in here like is telling lies. No one, I wish I had answers for you. But all I can say is we can do our best and we can hope for the best. Message came through to me, so I think if you can get one, uh, I, mean, I think you'll 
you'll hear her response. And you know what we haven't talked about. Hmm. It's how brave you were when you climbed up that big wicker statue. And with this gem that you got for us, all the hope we can bring to these people, there's a bright side in everything we want. Sometimes doesn't it feel like we just did something really hard and now we have to go do a bunch of more hard things? <laughs> it does. But so is the way of life. I'm really, really worried about going to get this gem from the switch. I have a really bad feeling. Yeah. I'm not too excited about it either, but... I clap Pasha was <laughs> Do I need you to tell him? Uh, I don't think Pasha remembers, and Pasha was about to eat our friend Drogon, so I think that can be forgiven. I feel like that sometimes. Sometimes I just feel like. Well, you know, little one. You've done great things. I think you should be nothing but proud of yourself. Thanks for getting Pasha back. That must have been a really scary meal. Yeah, uh, let's just say I'm glad Callister came for me, because, uh, definitely got a little scary there. But I think we're stronger for it. Well, I'll, I'll go off and check on Tasha and Sasha. Has this ever happened to you? Oh, my organs. Sounds like you need a dice trick. Our sponsor, C4 Labs, is the place to get TTRPG accessories for any type of gamer. From dice towers to trays, coasters to computer cases, C4 Labs has what you need. Check out these testimonials from actual goons. As a Valentine's baby, I got the love of my dice Valentine's dice tray. Now life really is like a box of chocolates, and I always know what I'm going to get. It's dice! <laughs> As a man who knows his wood, their walnut top drink coasters with built-in dice holders drives me wall nuts! But that's not all. For added spooky fun, C4 Labs also has a plethora of Call of Cthulhu-themed accessories. Here's Kay, our resident keeper of arcane lore, to tell you all about it. I got the Cthulhu dice tray with matching dice tower. They whisper the secrets of the universe to me while I sleep. So head on over to C4Labs.com today and use our special coupon code GOON15 at checkout for a 15% Discount code. <laughs> He's got a new order. Bro, That's G-O-O-N-15 for 15% off your order. Z4 Lab. Quality craftsmanship for quality gameplay. Um, Callister's kind of been keeping to himself eating. Yeah. And he's been debating uh, whether he wants to have um, a talk with Jogar about what he saw out in the woods yeah. or not. He's kind of um, been really mauling this over because he also feels like he owes Drogar a half apology. <laughs> I think that sets up that Pasha's, you know, we have that whole moment with Pasha and Artemis and, and Callister where we're like making, we're, you know, puffing uh, Pasha up and then we go, well, Pasha, why don't you go say hi to me? I made the intuition potion. <laughs> so, you know, uh, what is it called? It's an intuition potion. <laughs> potion. Have you ever made any potions before? Nope. <laughs> so this is the best one? Yeah. <laughs> right, so like 
as that as <laughs> you can see like the camera's like behind the fire and it's looking up as Dro at Drogar and he's looking off at Pasha as Pasha walks off and then he goes I saw something rather dark, did you? And uh <clears throat> Callister puts his, his ball down and he's been pretending to eat, but he hasn't had much of an appetite. And he and he goes, uh, you know my I've been doing this for maybe 17 years about? And you've been doing this for what? 200? Longer than that, my friend. I'm sure you've seen some ugly things. Yes. Some despicable things. Yeah. You know, it's a little hard to uh, hold on to what goes right. We got a boy back. Oh, she's here. Fucking made me dinner. <laughs> but I saw some ugly stuff out there, Mike. For, for my last little bit of time at the lot, it's been having me, you know, run around, give second chances to these poor souls before they go. And I tried it here. <laughs> it doesn't work, mate. The boy killed a lad. Well, not a lad. At least not when he killed it. Torch throw it out. Werewolf was about to kill Artemis. Tried to send it off. And it got torn to pieces. What are you supposed to do in a place like this? He thinks about what it's like to watch, you know, a saltair and what that entails. And the screams that echo into the air as you see it being torn to shreds and the light just dissipating into blackness. You know, I was mad at you. I didn't want to tell you this. After you almost drove Pasha away. And I, and I know you were trying your best. And I do regret the, what, the way I said what I said. But I do think I made the right decision. I don't think I could have helped money the way you helped her. You know, Callister. Continue to fight the darkness, Dev. 
light will never fully go out. All right, last thing for you. <clears throat> if while we're still trying to be strong, if I can't properly send the solo, I can't properly call him a caller. In your years of roaming, have you found any way to hold it off? To store a soul? To protect a soul? Jurgar wants to see if it's best, and this is what Jurgar is thinking, if it is best to preserve the soul in the body until the curse is broken, or whether it is better to contain the soul in a vessel that is with us. Give me a religion, religion check. Calister's thinking this through. He's going to try to think as well. It's a 15. And I have a... Wait. Religion, right? Yes. Yeah, 15. 15. I got a 16. Literally went up to me. So, Caster, uh, your question is: you're trying to you're trying to find the best thing to do for fallen souls. Mm -hmm. And because what Caster's wondering is, like, the whole time he's been running around, what he's been he's been known as a swift second chance. Mm -hmm. And so, what he does is, when people fall, he gives them a chance to choose the light one last time before they go. And so, he's anxious about just leaving the body without doing what he's supposed to be doing. And he wants to try to find a way to do that in this place that is not allowing him to do it the way he's normally doing. Okay. Yes. I just had a thought, Dion. <laughs> we can see. Okay, want, <laughs> a pregnant do thought. Do you want to give me your thought before or after I get my room? <laughs> 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 um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I want to flavor something and 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 sorry, hold on. Hold, please. Loading. Holding. I think that's a great opportunity for me to say flavoring that during all of this stuff, like I feel like Kaz is just sitting with around like off close to the fire with her her bowl of soup, and all these like really heavy conversations are happening around her, and as they're happening. I think it's like making her a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so she like just sort of starts eating her soup a little faster and faster <laughs> and faster, and then finally just finishes it and just drops the bowl down, whatever, and just stands up, takes her spear, and goes, "I've got first watch." <laughs> um, on her way though, we'll just stop at Pasha, just stop really putting on her shoulder. The soup's really good. Has laid my pussy. DM. Yes, sir. Do you know that cantrip? I, I can only do wizards. 
I understand that. Hmm. I... Now, I don't... This is what I'm... Do you want to try it? This is what I'm saying. Not for him having the actual spell, spare the dying. I would like to try to give him some sort of repose in... Or if I can... If I can use that in any way for this story arc moment, would would Fort Truel cast on be able to do it or something? If I can hold it, okay. So Drogar, yes, yes. So Drogar, you've been along, alive for a very long time. You would know that what happens to a soul after it leaves a body is not an exact science. It is determined by both the way the individual has lived their lives and in accordance to what they believe. It changes based on the individual. Um, But hearing Callister describe what happened to this soul, how it seemed to bound off of some invisible barrier and could not escape and was then worn apart. That's not anything you've heard of before. So whatever it is that happens to souls here, you think, is an extension of whatever Strahd, whatever power Strahd holds over this place. Alistair, I think you don't yet have the wisdom of what happens to a soul after, after death. You've been taught this method by which you you uh, act, and you're very dismayed. You were able, not able to serve that purpose here, in, seemingly here in Bukovi. The only way to keep a, a soul in its place is to keep its body alive, which is difficult in a place like Barovia. But what does what does that mean? So after an individual dies, what does keeping the body alive mean? You just have to try not to kill people. Good luck with that. <laughs> in this economy? <laughs> but like putting a soul in another place is an enormous feat. It's, of a, it's a huge magical energy. And furthermore, something you're not really supposed to do. So Drogar goes into this now. Drogar goes. You see, Callister, the light is not simply just the light, as you know. It's a problem. Follow his teachings to the last word. But if the person that you are trying to save has a different deity, your efforts may be in vain. And as we've seen in a realm like this, the light is very thin. I think we have two things that we need to do. One, spare as many people from Strahd's torment as possible. and in spirit. But lastly, we must vanquish Strahd. So then what am I supposed to do? This is all I've known. What am I supposed to do? My friend, you must simply adapt. There is no easy way to do that. But I can't make it easier for you. I wish I could. I would have never imagined a lizard telling me to adapt. 
<laughs> you fucking racist. <laughs> Survive much harder things. So I think I can get the work on this. Very well. 
Drogo reaches into his pack and pulls out a book that's like this thick. And he goes, I smell a <laughs> So, here's how this is going to work. And we all place. discover Callister has a photographic memory. <laughs> <laughs> She's a baby! 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 When you have downtime, yeah. let me know how many hours you want to put towards the teaching of the cantrip. Yeah. I'm going to say that it is going to take, how long does it take to form a habit? Two weeks? I think, 20 days. Like a, I think it's like three weeks. Is it that? Days. That's what I've heard. I don't know. Is it that? Sure. That seems a little more than me. I don't bite my nails anymore. <laughs> Took me about five years. Works. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Two months? Yeah, two months. To, two months to, yeah. to before new behavior becomes automatic, and that's what a that's what, what a it? cantrip is. Yeah. But that's. Well, as we know, so then what if time does not work the same instead of a cantrip. No, 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 no. I, I'm just I'm using that as a that's not that's not how much time I'm going to make it take. I, I'm using that as a reference. Um, You've got a lot of work cut out for you. So I'm going to say it will take. That's going to be one long montage. Can I contest? Nope. That's going to be like the audience is going to start thinking this is a really long montage. Seventy-five hours. That's not too bad. That's generous. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Seventy-five hours. Yeah. Wow. So, anytime you are working on this, say DM, we did three hours today. Yeah. And please keep track of that yourself. I will trust you to keep track of that yourself. Seventy-five hours to learn the can to learn the cantrip. How much of that time has to be paired with Drogar, and how much can I do on my own? Half and half. For the first 30 hours, Ooh. it has to be with Drogar. Yeah, After that, it can be either. Absolutely. Cool. That's really cool. This so, is fun. Let me ask you, really cool. what, are you, are you fully healed yeah. right now? And you have all your spell slots back? <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you can stand all night, baby. <laughs> and so, this can also be done when you're traveling, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. a few hours at night before you go to bed. In the morning before we set out. Yep, exactly. This can be done. You can find bits and pieces to do of this to do every day. But just let me know and keep track. So 30 hours, it has to be with Drogar, and then the next 45 can be either. It can be with Drogar or just a practice session by yourself. <laughs> and at the end of that 75 hours, you will have, uh, you will know the spare the nine can. Heck yeah. All right, let's rock. Yes. That's Maybe. cool. That is very cool. That's I feel like I feel like that is something that Callister would know. Like, it, it you know what I mean? Like, because yeah, like story-wise, it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, the rules are really more like guidelines, anyway. <laughs> so, Drogar, uh, Drogar, in showing you this, <laughs> you see like a little. Uh, I, I don't even know, DM, what little small creatures would be running around at night. Not much. Bugs. Rogue is pretty devoid of life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bugs everyone's So a beetle goes crawling by Dan, and Drogar takes his hand and just goes and hits him. Oh! Doesn't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But like, but just essentially knocks him unconscious. 
And what you see... <laughs> what you do that for, mate? <laughs> Dragar turns his hand over, and you see white light emit from his hand. And the beetle comes back up. Turns around. Kind of realizes where it's at. And he scurries off. You know, I did that. The first time I did that. I, uh, I was 13. And I was heading out my front door. And on the doormat was a, was a bruised falcon. And I just wanted to move it and, and try to keep it safe. But what did you do? When I, when I went to go move it, my hands got warm. This is going to sound cheesy. <laughs> but right here got happy. And when I touched it, that, that same light, and it popped right up, cocked its head, looked at me, and, and launched right off my doorman. Callister, you are touched by the divine, my friend. That is why I have no doubt you will be able to master such a feat. I mean, if you can do it, I can. Dragar puts a kind of like a bony, scaly finger up and goes, Get reading. You can dedicate a few hours to that tonight if you would like to. As many as you want to. Just Just make sure you still have enough to get a long rest. So, out of 12, and have a layer of fatigue. So, how much time have we spent together doing that? I think it would be safe to say that if you need eight hours rest, we both need eight hours rest. Kaz and Artemis can take first watch while we do that. No, Kaz and Artemis can sleep while we are while we are. T- is it safe to say that we can? Yeah, you can do that. Take watch and do that. I already stormed off to take first. Watch. Okay, so you took first watch. So if you want to do like three or four hours tonight, but yeah, sure, great. Lock that down. There you go. You're on your way. Awesome. Anything else for the evening? <laughs> Do you want to um, take a walk a, a little bit into the woods? Where are we going? I just want to find like a, a quiet place to go. I have to um, go send somebody a message. How are you going to do that? It's a magical thing that I do. Like you did to me? Yeah! Oh. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he goes with you. Okay. Oh, wait, before we, uh, he, uh, turns around and walks over to Drogar really quick. And he's just kind of like, he's, he's looking over the lesson that Dan, that Callister has copied. And he's like, so that writing is atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, and then he, he looks down and he goes, oh yes, Pasha, what is it? Can I borrow your shirt again? I'm cold. Oh, of course you. Drugger does this really cool thing. He takes the shirt out of his bag and he puts it on his chest and he goes, flames brew inside of his chest. And he just goes, and the smoke kind of comes out. And he goes, and as he feels it, it is like 85 degrees fresh out of the drawer. And he puts it on Drugger and you see as he puts it on, he stands. Off a little straighter. Mm. I can't put up with a lot, but I hate being cold. Which is never a thing. Which is never a thing anybody should have to bear. If you ever get cold, 
come right over and I'll warm those clothes up for you. Now, don't be too long, you two, and stay close to the flame, please. Callister, you're going to have to redo these. They're awful. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't tally those eyes. And I'm just like... That's great. That's so good. That's great. So good. Fresh out the dryer. I, oh. I imagine Sasha stays with Winnie and Pasha, too. Okay, cool. Does everybody have that memory as a kid of, of a pile of warm, fresh laundry? Dude, yeah. I just got a new washer-dryer. I have that memory from today. <laughs> <laughs> that was today. Okay, so Winnie and Pasha. I cast light on Tali Ho's eyes, and I'm just going to walk into the woods just a little bit with, with Pasha and Sasha. And, um... And Maybe I'm more gonna... iconic duo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait. And just look for, like... I'm trying to find um, a clearing with, like... I'm trying to find a small clearing with trees um, all around. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's my ideal, is like trees all around with like a little clearing in the middle. Not too big. Um, can I find that? Do I have to enroll in the dice? No, that's fine. Yeah, you can oh. find something that's suitable I'll pretty close that. to the camp. I'm still being able to see the campfire through the trees, but far like out of, out of um, sight of everybody. Okay. And then I'm going to like... Hmm, I haven't caught this through. Watch the perimeter. She just spins around really quick going and like tries to cast light hitting the trees like in a circle so that it's a little bit illuminated in here. And then I'm, I'm going to cast Zone of Truth in this wow. circle that I'm in. Is that concentration? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Is, um, can I cast Sending while I'm holding concentration on Zone of Truth? Zone of Truth is not concentrated. So I can cast Zone of Truth and have it hang while I'm doing, uh, while I'm sending? Yes, Zone of Truth has a duration of 10 minutes. Okay. So a little bit of light all around to just kind of like create a space with light in it. I'm going to cast Zone of Truth right in the clearing on top of us. And then I'm going to cast sending. Um, and I'm going to send a message to Irina. I would like to say, this one is not as sorry. <laughs> what do you do all day? Where's Strong? Does he bug you? How are you feeling right now? I miss you. The message goes off, uh, and you hear Irina's voice come back to you. Hello, little sister. I'm quite all right. Considering everything. Strahd is a perfect gentleman in his way, at least for now. Today he tried to uh, to dance. I stepped on his toes. <laughs> What is this, Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh my god, that made me so happy! Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> um, There's a rose in glass case. <laughs> um, I'm gonna cast something again. Okay, I snuck into the west wing. I'm gonna send a message to Clara. This is message? Or sending? I get, yeah, I get two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Mom. Do you remember when I ate so many carrots and my nose turned orange? You said nothing. I don't get it. Hold on. 
shouldn't have done that. You have a mom? I don't know. The Critical Fail DM Strodcast features Dan Eisen as Callister, Ned Price Iannacone as Drogar, Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Kay Divine Jones as Kaz, Tyler Cantor as Artemis, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. The podcast is edited and designed by Dan Eisen. Curse of Strahd and its original characters are the creative property of Wizards of the Coast. To tide you over between episodes, check us out on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, Etsy, and Twitter at CriticalFailDM. That's Critical F-A-Y-L-E-D-M. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope, it's our patrons. Folks like Faithful Darkness, Sierra Gildea, McKenna Davis, Liv, and Amy Bierbauer. If you like what we do here and want to support us directly, you can go to patreon.com slash criticalfaildm and subscribe starting at just $5 a month. Or check out our merch on our Etsy store. If you aren't quite ready to support us financially, that's okay. Rating and leaving a review on our Apple podcast, subscribing to our YouTube, or following us on Twitch are all great ways to help us out. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage.